0: My name is DJ Vanis, and I'm a speaker, best-selling author, and owner of Native Discovery Inc.
1: What do you think makes a good leader?
0: I think a good leader is one who gets out of the way of their ego and pride, and remembers that their role uh, is all about serving other people well, about guiding, encouraging. Um, not about dictating edicts and uh, using any type of, uh, you know, control mechanism. I think uh, leadership at its best is, is not an edict. I think at its best, it's an invitation. And when we offer that to people, to you know, that's when we have commitment with followership. That's when people really uh, start to build the bonds of that magical, mystical glue that keeps teams together, which is called trust.
1: How do you develop that, though, if you're someone that isn't naturally inclined to be that way? Or is there hope for someone like that?
0: Well, they have to practice. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. Leadership is a skill set that, you know, we practice the right way. We get better results over time. But it's definitely an art, not a science. Uh, It's not a plug and chug, you know, type of scenario when you're working with other human beings. But it's something that we can practice over time and really start to, you know, as we continue to remind ourselves that we are here to serve the people that we're leading. Um, And I've always believed in that servant model. I mean, that's one of the things that is uh, really important in our tribal communities that we always had servant leaders. You know, we had our original form of democracy where if, you know, people didn't like who was in the leadership position, they basically changed leaders, you know, and that's one that is really important to remember because although our followers may not, you know, vote us out of our position or follow someone else in that moment, but it doesn't mean that they didn't leave us mentally, emotionally, uh, commitment-wise. And so we have to be aware of that. We have to earn the right to be followed every day. Uh, we do that by building trust. We do that by making sure that our word has meaning, that we're consistent, that we're fair, uh, but that ultimately the people that we're leading understand that we care about them, their development, and we care about their contribution.
1: You just put out a book called The Warrior Within. And how can leaders apply the concepts that you talk about in your writings?
0: Yeah, The Warrior Within would help leaders in in a variety of different ways because the book talks about things like how to navigate change effectively, uh, how to deal with fear, how to um, create the right environment for success, how to stay resilient, how to stay strong. I mean, these are all things that leaders need. A A big part of the book talks about, Uh, self-care, you know, because one of the things I mentioned in the book is you can't be a warrior when you're falling apart. And by the way, you can't be a leader in that dynamic either. Uh, If we are going to lead effectively, we have got to make sure that we're strengthening ourselves on a daily basis. Uh, We're surrounding ourselves with the right elements, the right people. We're taking care of ourselves, mind, body, and spirit the right way on a daily basis, not waiting until we hit a crisis point and then deciding to address it. Uh, we want to be effective in our role. And the way that we do that is we set ourselves up uh, to deliver. Um, We can't do that when we're running in a million different directions, when we're not taking care of ourselves, when we say yes to everything and never say no to anything. We get depleted really quickly. And in that moment, we're really ineffective at what we do. Uh, We're doing the worst thing a warrior can do in those moments, which is divide and conquer ourselves uh, when we go all those different directions. So the book talks about, you know, concentrating our abilities, our talents, our time uh, into getting better results in what we do. And every leader can benefit from messages like that because it's a special level of responsibility and pressure. And this book uh, helps them to navigate that well.
1: And what does warrior mean to you? Because I know people hear warrior and they might be thinking something completely different than what you mean.
0: Yeah, it's a loaded word. You know, a lot of times we think warrior, we think, you know, the Hollywood movies that, that show, you know, that, uh, that superhero, that chiseled figure that, you know, is beyond pain, beyond fear and just, just needs the next worthy challenge, doesn't need anybody else in their corner, which is not reality, uh, gets us into trouble when we follow that suit. Um, but I talk about warrior from a tribal standpoint. You know, our warriors were all about service. They were all about commitment to their people, to making a contribution to their tribe. You know, of course, they stumbled, made mistakes, dealt with fear, dealt with pain. But what our warriors never did was quit. And it was that resilient type of spirit that we all need. um, But that's what the book explains is how to, to develop that in our life on purpose, with purpose, and honor that traditional warrior role. Whether you're native or not is irrelevant, but these principles are powerful. And I would argue they're more needed today than they ever have been.
1: You did briefly mention change. How can someone like navigate through change? I know because we've gone through the pandemic, everything's changing. We're so polarized today. What should people do?
0: Yeah, the the change has really stressed people out to a degree where I, I think that's where a lot of the toxicity and divisiveness have, have come from is because people are so depleted now we're kind of working out of reaction mode. Like it feels like, you know, so many people have been painted into a corner and are just run down. And when we're in that moment, we don't make great decisions. We're not coming from a benevolent place, we're coming from a reactionary place. And so, what I talk about in the book is, is how to navigate change effectively. I have a strategy called the six stays about navigating change. And then there are things like stay calm, uh, stay philosophical, stay connected, you know, stay flexible. These are things that we need when we are dealing with the chaos that we've been through for the last couple of years in particular, but also for the the changes that are going to be coming down the road. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a question of if, but the question is when those changes show up, how are we going to handle it? And so that's some of the strategy I unpack in the book is, is how we can do that well so we can not only get through it, but grow through it and get great results as we do.
1: What about setbacks? Because I'm sure... We all face setbacks. Is there anything in particular with your life, your background, that helped you maybe come out of it even stronger and become a better leader? Yeah,
0: setbacks is another guarantee. We're all going to have them in life. We're all going to have setbacks, disappointment, loss, pain. The question is not when those things show up, uh, but the question is what are you going to do when they they appear? And we've all had it. I talk about in the book, you know, going through – Tough times and loss, and uh, I won't give give that away, you know. As far as the stories go, but I will tell you, going through those hard times, one of the biggest principles was uh, that helped me was surrounding myself with the right people. You know, being able to understand that you know you don't have to go through it alone. And I was taught traditionally we're a lot more like bees and ants than we are like eagles. You know, we need each other. We're better when we're with each other. Uh, however, when we go through hard times, that's the moment we're most likely to withdraw and pull back into ourselves. But it's also the moment that we most need to reach out to other people. So we have to be aware when when we go through pain or, or loss, we have to fight our natural tendency to to pull away, um, and instead reach out. You know, one of the things I mentioned in the book: war, warriors never fought alone. And the reason why is because we're we're not very effective. Uh, When we lone wolf it, when we're doing it all all on our own, we can become super effective when we surround ourselves with other warriors. And we're going to need that during those times where we, you know, everything falls apart or goes sideways, which is going to happen. Just knowing that we have that in our corner, you know, people that we can rely on and lean on gives us a great amount of courage and confidence.
1: It sounds like that you think relationships are the most important thing that people have in their lives. I feel that way. I mean, I think, you know, the people around you lift you up and they support you. And yes. like you said, they help you through those those rough patches.
0: Absolutely. I I had an elder years ago tell me this. The older I get, the more I see it to be gospel truth. He said, our spirits are like sponges. They soak up whatever they're around. And the quickest way I've ever seen to become A brave, courageous person in this world is to surround yourself with bravery and courage. Uh, The habits you practice, the people you spend time with, what you listen to, what you read has everything to do with how you're going to rise to that moment or not. uh, When, when that moment of fear comes the, the quickest way I've seen to become a negative person, a a doom and gloom type of personality is hang out with that group. And there's a lot of opportunity for that in the world. I mean, that's everywhere you look. Uh, You jump into that hole, and you're going to have those same type of impacts. You're going to look at the world through that lens, and it doesn't serve. So we have to be judicious with who we surround ourselves with. It matters uh, because it either brings out our best or it brings out something else.
1: What is next for you? I mean, you have these best-selling books. You you travel all over the world, um, you know, inspiring people with your message. You've been on PBS. DJ Eagle Bear Vanis taps into the power of our warrior spirit.
0: The foundation for the warrior spirit is forged from the enduring attributes of Native American principles.
1: And the list continues and continues. What's next for you? Do you have a goal of something you'd like to do next? Or what is next for you, DJ?
0: Right now, the, the, the big thing is, you know, bringing this book out into the world. You know, the book just released a couple of days ago, and so things are moving really fast right now. And, and it's been a lot of work and a lot of time and effort and a lot of people involved. And I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, staying mindful and, and doing what I need to do in this moment to, to uh, not only enjoy the journey, but also to, to make sure that, you know, we create a success with this. What I do next I'm not, I'm not, I, I've got goals, you know, long-term. Of course, I want to continue to write, continue to speak. Um, big projects on the horizon right now. Uh, you know, like I said, th- this one has taken up my, a lot of my time and uh, bandwidth. But there's, uh, there's a few things I have, you know, in, in my back pocket that I would like to do down the road. But um, I'm just trying to enjoy where I am right now. And I feel really grateful about where I am right now.
1: Do you ever get downtime, and what do you do with it? Because I always find there's a hard thing oh, yeah. between work-life balance, <laughs> if there's such a thing. Because my work is my life.
0: Yes. Yeah, you don't get downtime; you got to create it. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. Uh, but I, I create that downtime and and spend time, you know, exercising. Uh, I like to draw. That's one of my hobbies. Um, it's my, you know, it's kind of the zen activity I have where I lose sight of, or or feeling of place and time. And it's just like uh, you enter a vortex and uh, really gives you mental breathing room. It lets the dirt settle in your mud puddle. And we all need activities like that. But yeah, that, that time, that downtime is never going to be convenient. We have to carve it out. Um, But it's part of living a balanced life. It's part of recharging and restrengthening ourselves uh, for the next day.
1: Is there anything else you'd like people to know about being good leaders, leadership?
0: As far as being a good leader, I mean, there's so many different angles I'd want to hit, but I would say learn as much as you can as you go about what good leadership looks like for you. Uh, I'm a big believer in reading biographies, finding the people that you admire most, and, you know, kind of examining their life, uh, their life as a leader, because you can glom so much out of those stories um, I, I started reading biographies when I was 11. first one I ever read was Chief Joseph. second one was Teddy Roosevelt. leaders have inspired idealism, leaders to whom are granted great visions who dream
1: greatly and strive to make their dreams come true.
0: And every time I pick up a biography, I learn another puzzle piece to good leadership, building a good life and, uh, and it keeps you evergreen. you know there's if you're serious about being a good leader, school is never out for us. We should always be learning. Uh, We should always be trying to figure out that next thing, have that next conversation, pick up that next book, go to that next class. Because we know at the end, being a good leader is not about us. It's about the people that we impact. Uh, So we have to keep pushing ourselves to become a better version of who we are.
1: And you mentioned about people you admire. Who do you admire?
0: Oh my gosh, I have a a laundry list of people. Everybody from Colin Powell. My parents. And they inspired me to finish college and join the Army. To Crazy Horse, Wilma Mankiller.
1: Our knowledge comes from watching the sun rise in the east and set in the west.
0: The Wright brothers, Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Chief Joseph, Sitting Bull. I mean, there are so many great leaders, and, and all for different reasons. You know, Abraham Lincoln, there's no one person that encapsulates everything. And that's why I said is learn from everyone. And then, you know, pick those principles out. That uh, resonate and incorporate that into your own leadership model. You know, when you talk about the, you know, the the benevolence of someone like Colin Powell that really looked after his people, um, always kept them at the forefront. You know, I was inspired by that. When you look at Abraham Lincoln, you know, staying the course when all signs are saying stop, and he knew in his gut. You know, that the decisions he was making were going to ultimately impact the entire nation and actually have impacted the entire world. Those are, you know, lessons that resonate with me to this day that I carry with me in moments where I need it the most. I can unpack that and go, yep, I, I understand what this looks like because I read it in this person's life. And now I get to emulate and practice that. So that's why that's so powerful. I, I really, you know, I, I'm constantly learning. Leadership is a passion of mine and will be for the rest of my life.
1: And people can read your thoughts.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, if they, <laughs> if they hit the book, uh, there are a lot of those in there. So, yeah, please get get a copy of The Warrior Within. I poured my heart into it and you get a lot of insight on, you know, it's not about perfection. Even if we're stumbling, it's still the right direction. So hope people get a lot of benefit out of it.
1: I love that advice. Well, thank you, DJ. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us for the the lead podcast.
0: Chi Miigwech, thank you very much for having me. And uh, it was an honor.
1: That's DJ Vanis with an inspiring message for us all. This is the LEAD Podcast. I'm Sheila Brummer, host of the Media Project in conjunction with Seelan Public Media and my studies as a graduate student at Buena Vista University. Contact the station if you have a suggestion for a good local or national guest. Thanks again for listening to the LEAD. Listen, empower, act, develop.